Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hi, Gay. Happy Pride Month. We are sashaying away with deals. <laughs> this month at The Butter Shop, we're running a special deal. If you can prove that you're queer, you get three pints off your, fir- your, your choice of cream. <laughs> Chucked or drowned, drowned butter. Lord. And if you do mouth stuff, you get four. If you do mouth stuff, you get four. Hey, welcome, yay. welcome to the third week of Pride Month, ladies and gentlemen. We're so glad you're here, hanging Love out with to us see it. on the morning beat that went viral a couple weeks hey, ago. Yay. And I still, it's probably the funniest video I've ever seen in my life. Uh, so, so, so funny. Thank I you. love it. Thank you for kicking things off with uh, that. That was really oh, good, Justin. Justin. Okay, Justin. okay, Justin. Who woke up on the right side of the bed today? Is this an indication of the week to come? Yes, are you, Justin. Are you trying to tell us something, Justin? Because today is day one is of, Lauren pregnant? Of, of our week of focusing on bisexuality, and you're just bringing your A-game today. Yeah, you are. Do you feel seen today, Justin? I just feel amazingly awake right now. <laughs> Yeah. There's that. There's Did that. Bennett come out? It's almost like we've been here for hours. Did Bennett come out of the closet? Are you asking if my my 18 month old son came out? Listen, your your child could be bisexual. I mean, he could be, and I would be all all. People say they them. know the minute they're born. Nobody Bennett says knows that. right now. The minute they're born, Michaela. Let's be fair. I mean, he Let's does be fair. Lady Gaga said born this way. And yeah, well, Listen. I mean, there's a lot of stuff. I gotta there. say this. I will give you one compliment, which pains me, Justin. Just You're one? a pretty rockin' dad. Yeah, I will say you that. You are such a great dad. You're such an inclusive dad. I wish you'd learn how to do you, your job, but you're a great dad. I know. You're so good with the LGBTs. I mean, trash in studio, but yeah. at home, you're I next level. I will say, because we kind of, like, drag you, and I don't know <laughs> any other straight man that would, like, we're like, did Bennett come out? I think most straight men would be like, don't get that. How dare you? But he's like, no, he watches drag queens with his dad. He might be. That's pretty cool, Justin. Mm-hmm. Also, we're 90 seconds into this week, and we've already already gone completely off the rails. To be fair, we're two minutes in. <laughs> oh, wow. All right. Well, we have a great show coming up for you. We've got Donald Trump uh, paying us a visit in just a moment as we celebrate Pride. Uh, we talked to him on Friday, had so much fun with him. We thought we'd just kick things off this week with him in case you uh, took an early weekend and missed that one. Also, today, we've got our uh, uh, sexuality expert, Dr. Melissa Fabello, joining our program. She caught our eye a few months back. Uh, She wrote an article that went viral uh, on human sexuality that is absolutely incredible, and we love having her on the show. Uh, And we're talking to her about bisexuality and some of the stigmas and the myths attached to that uh, on today's show as we kick off an entire week focusing on um, the B in our LGBTQ plus community. aggressive. B, While also just giving love to every letter and every color of the alphabet, as we always do here at Channel Q. Uh, right now, though, it is time for News on the Beat. Michaela Gordon, what's happening? All right, well, a transgender woman was beaten and stabbed repeatedly inside a Washington, D.C. laundromat by a group of patrons shouting anti-LGBTQ slurs. The victim was stabbed repeatedly in the arms and head. Video of the confrontation posted online shows the woman being surrounded by two women and a man. They start punching her and slamming her into machines. At some point, one of them stabbed the victim. Now, as she staggers to the back of the laundromat, bleeding profusely. The attackers flee after collecting their unwashed laundry. D.C. police are investigating the incident as a hate crime, but no arrests have been made. 65 anti-LGBTQ bias crimes were reported 
In the district in 2020, a steep drop from 2019, at least 44 transgender or gender non-conforming people were killed nationwide that year. Most victims, like the woman at the laundromat, were transgender women of color. President Joe Biden did acknowledge the violence plaguing the community in recent years in his statement, recognizing the International Day Against Homophobia, Transphobia, and Biphobia. It's just so sad. Our poor community. I just the trans brothers and sisters. It's just gut wrenching. All right. Well, it was Pride this weekend, but it's also summer. Summer's here, and it's queer, and it's brought to you by McDonald's. Let's do a little weather for you. It's going to be a high of 93 in Houston, a high of 102 in Palm Springs, a high of 111 in Vegas, a high of uh, 90 in LA, and 70 in New York. Now, at McDonald's, get a small summer treat like the new Minute Maid Strawberry Watermelon Slushy or McCafe Fraps and Smoothies for just two bucks. Now, can you please give us a vibe of the day? I can do that. When everything seems to be going against you, remember that the airplane takes off against the wind, not with it. Oh, that's a good one. Do you. That's a great one. All right, well, it was Pride this weekend, but we want to talk to Donald Trump about how he plans on celebrating Pride this month. Also, he's apparently going on tour, so we discuss with our very on Trump next. All right. Welcome back to the Morning Beat. As uh, we continue Pride season and as the world starts to slowly reopen, CDC guidelines are easing up as of last week. Uh, we can now travel to more countries. I'm going to be going to Portugal uh, at the end of July to visit my best friend. I'm going to stay with her. Right. A lot of people are doing that nowadays. Totally. Going to visit friends for the weekend or maybe going to stay with a friend for a pride festival that might be happening. Uh, so we thought it'd be fun to just go over some of the, I guess, the, the house rules of being a house guest. Since it's been a while since we've been in anybody's home other than ours. And according to a recent survey, a poll of 2000 adults, uh, these are some of the things that you need to keep in mind uh, when you're going to stay with somebody. First and foremost, of those polled said it's completely unacceptable to show up to someone's house unannounced. Does that bother you if somebody does that? I did it once and you had burnt popcorn wafting through the air. And I know that Lisa was a little bit uncomfortable because the place was kind of messy. Yeah, I mean, look, but is it, is, a, it, is, it a, is it ideal because you want to like have your house like nice and not great? Yeah, but do I care? No. I feel like I've always wanted to have the kind of house where people felt comfortable to swing by. Mm. There's snacks in the kitchen. Like, I always wanted that kind of environment. But I'll tell you what. Even my own family members have been like, you cannot do that. It, it's, it's a boundary oh, breaker. My mom would, like, literally, like, flip her lid. Like, she would have gotten so upset when we were younger if somebody stopped by. Really? Well, not stopped by, but just friends coming over. We were never that family that was allowed to have friends come over. Me, I don't care. You can stop by all day, every day. It doesn't bother me at yeah. all. Yeah. Um, my partner, though, he and his family and his friends, and it might be, I don't know if it's a regional thing, if it's a cultural thing, uh, they're like, uh-uh, you don't show up to a black person's home without announcing. And that's what they've all told me. I'm like, well, where I come from, we leave our front doors unlocked. Yeah, And same. to them, they're like, that's the most insane thing well, I've ever heard. So to me, my whole life growing up was me showing up unannounced at my grandma's house. <laughs> well, same. And she loved it. Mm-hmm. So it felt very like normal to me. And even Lisa's family, she's Armenian. And so, again, I don't know if it's a cultural thing, but they like it, too. Like, you could always stop by her Grandma Rose's or her mom's house. What about taking shoes off when you enter somebody's home? This survey says 80% of people expect you to take your shoes off when you enter their home. I think, Yeah, I think that makes sense. Yeah, I get it. If you have I, hardwood floors, I don't see it as much. But, like, if you have white carpet, I'm happy to take my shoes we off. We have, like, one big gray rug under our couch. You know, it's really fluffy. Oh, it's gorgeous. And it's so co- cozy. And that's the only thing we say, just please don't step on that. We do have hardwood wood floors everywhere though so we don't really mind as much yeah um, but we never were that family either that took our we were listen we were kind of animals growing up the neighbors called us the beverly hillbillies no everybody else had perfectly green it. manicured yards ours was always kind of brown throughout the summer well see uh, because on the other side my mother was very very strict and everything we had to clean every single day and not regular clean mop vacuum the the uh what are those called right there the uh, outlets no the the board baseboards, baseboards. <laughs> i blocked those? it out she's pointing at a baseboard what is that called what right is there? that called yeah. so i yeah i mean so yeah and she we did take our shoes off well here's something you might not have thought of that i did i would not have thought of until i read this 90 percent of survey participants uh said it would be rude to ask for the wi-fi password in the first 30 minutes 
They think that's rude? To ask, yeah. Why? I, th- I think it shows that you're trying to disconnect from an en- engaging conversation no right way. off the gate. No way. I think that maybe some people have to work or they want to use their social media, which is fine. Well, they said that proper etiquette dictates that you wait at least 50 minutes, so close to an hour before actually asking. No, that's, you can come to my house and ask right away. It's a little bit weird, right? That's totally weird. I We work all the time. Yeah. I need to have my phone going. No. You, know what, you know what really stands out, though? What? <laughs> Passing gas or going number two in somebody's home is, whoo, it's a deal breaker. It's a deal breaker according to this poll. Wait, I have to tell you a story. I saw this, I saw this video um, and it was like surveillance camera that caught this, but apparently this boy. I know what you're talking about. It was the ring surveillance camera in the front door. So the guy went over to meet his girlfriend's family and he had a fart really bad. So he went outside and he let her rip, honey. And he was like lofting it at the front door, all on camera. And then went to go back in, but the ring had caught it and it went viral. You know what it reminds me of? The scene from Dumb and Dumber where Harry Harry or Lloyd, I can't remember their names, uh, Jim Carrey's character goes to the restroom and he just like- And he gives him X-Lax. Unloads. And then she goes, oh yeah, by the way, don't use that toilet. The toilet doesn't work. (laughs) Okay, but here's my question. If it's rude to pass gas or go number two at someone's house- are you supposed to just leave? Like, yeah, do you hold it? Because I'm staying with you, my friend for over a week. What do I do? What am I, yeah, am I allowed to? I, yeah, Should I, I text her so. and ask her? How, I mean, hey, guess what? I'm a human, um, and these things happen from time to time. Having a human experience. I'll tell you one time. So my partner, he's going to hate me for sharing this story. You know this story. <laughs> we were over at the Grove uh, years ago. Uh, it's a big shopping, outdoor shopping center near us by CBS Studios, and we live right across the street. And we're over there walking, and he was cramping really bad. And he had to release gas. It's a bodily function. It happens. My grandma used to say, everybody does it. Yeah. So it made me feel more comfortable because I was okay. gassy. Okay. <laughs> and, um, and we're walking and he's really, really kind of in pain. And he's trying to walk away from people to get away from crowds because there's so many people there. So we kind of walk to the – there's like the container store. Is he like store. crop dusting people? No, or he's no, like he won't. It? Okay. And that's the thing. He's respectful. Got it. I'm not. I mean all day long. But he's not <laughs> – he's respectful. And he's trying to get away from people. And I'm like, honey, just go. You're in so much pain. He's in agony, right? This guy's gone to the hospital before for like bad cramping. So I mean, it was bad. And – I'm thinking we're kind of far enough away from people. I think it's funny. I'm like, what? It, what just, just literally, just like squeeze your stomach. He's like, don't, no, don't you dare touch me. And I go and I literally like poked his stomach so hard, and he made the loudest noise I've ever heard. Oh my and there was a God. whole family right behind us, and we had no idea. He was humiliated. <laughs> But apparently that's not okay to do in someone's home, according no, to this poll. No, apparently not. It's also not okay to ask for the Wi-Fi password in the yeah. first 30 minutes or show up unannounced. So listen, what? if you're staying with friends or family for the first time in a while and you're still a little bit of a Neanderthal, because we all have been during this pandemic, yeah. uh, you might you might slip up a couple of times. It's okay. Just apparently don't poop in somebody's home. Yeah, that's what I took away from this. Great. Perfect. Yeah, great. And don't push your boyfriend's belly when he's cramping. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to the Morning Beat. It's almost time for What's Poppin'. And this one involves one of my favorite artists on the planet. She's originally from the block. Uh, but don't be fooled by the rocks that she's got. Okay. Don't, don't be fooled by them. Okay, uh, <laughs> jokey before, boy. Before I let you get there, uh, I do want to tell you about something really cool we're doing all month long for Pride. Pride is 365 days a year here at Channel Q, but... 
This this month is extra special. Uh, we've partnered up with Ralph's and Food for Less and the Los Angeles LGBT Center to help fill the fridge for our homeless LGBT youth and seniors in need. They've been hit very hard during this pandemic. And for those of us who can, it's important to give back. You can do so by texting the word fridge to 20357 to donate to the Los Angeles LGBT Pride Pantry. Also, this month, uh, Ralph's and Food for Less are going to match donations. So the, your, your money is going to get doubled. You could give $10 right now, and that would feed uh, a senior or a youth in our community hot meals for an entire day. Uh, Ralph's and Food for Less are on a mission to end hunger by 2025, and you can help. Once again, text the word FRIDGE to 20357. Now, Michaela. What's popping? Okay, so this is kind of crazy. JLo's been in the news a lot lately, especially with her new fling with Ben Affleck, uh, and then breaking up with A Rod. But somebody apparently has not, mad. Not in that order. Not in that order. <laughs> <laughs> not, sorry. But somebody apparently has beef with Jennifer Lopez and way too much time on their hands. And it's starting to really upset the LAPD because they're getting flooded with 911 calls that go to her LA home. And it started nearly six months ago. Now they say that. Uh, uh, the 911 caller reports all kinds of complaints like loud music or other disturbing noise coming from the house. Uh, but officers say every time they get to JLo's house, there's no such disturbance. And JLo's security tells them everything is fine. Um, for one instance as well, cops were told that there was a gardener found at Jennifer's place, but security quickly assured them that there wasn't even a gardener that day. So it feels like someone's just trying to harass her. Um, and that's really annoying. I don't even know how you, I don't know how you can't trace the caller who keeps calling. I mean, surely we've got that kind of, listen, of stuff. Listen, somebody's got to get right here because JLo ain't your mama. So it's oh time, y'all. God, we should all you. let's get loud. Please. We should all get on the floor. I'm begging you to turn his dad mic off. Guess what? Love don't cost a thing, y'all. So what is Jenny from happening? the block We're not clapping needs us for this. to dance again. Listen, JLo, if you had my love, oh my I, God, I would why be stopping this, this insanity because Listen, that is not okay. Don't you know what? mess You're with being... JLo. A bad boy, bad boy. What you gonna do? Well, you know what I am. What wow. you gonna do? You want to know what I am, though? What? You, I might be a bad boy, but I'm yeah. real. I'm real. Oh and my, I'm also, please take his mic off. I'm, I'm into you. With you. I'm into you. We're not doing AJ, this. AJ, Michaela, what? let's calm down. You did a really good job with this story, but I wanted mm-hmm. you to remember one thing. Mm-hmm. There's always room for J-Lo. There is always room for J-Lo. On the six, on the dance floor, she's everywhere. There's always room for her. On the block, from the block. Please turn. I gotta go. I'm leaving. I'm not even doing this segment. Turn me <sighs> out. Turn me off. I'll see you. Welcome back to the morning beat. We're so glad you're hanging out with us and kicking things off with us. We've got a great week of programming coming up for you. Uh, coming up this hour, though, in about 12 to 13 minutes, we've got Dr. Melissa Fabello. She's a human sexuality expert. We're talking about bisexuality. A lot of stigma attached to it, a lot of questions. I know myself, I've been guilty of this in the past, thinking that it's just not real. It's just a gateway to being gay. Mm-hmm. Uh, people are picking and choosing. I had a lot of feelings about it in yeah. my early years. Um, and she has very strong uh, feelings and facts to yes. share with our listeners, more importantly. So she's going to be joining us this this hour for a two-part conversation. Uh, also, uh, just a friendly reminder, a little bit later on, uh, after we do go off the air, I'm going to be on the Wendy Williams Show across the country. Yes, so, you right. sure are, baby. That's right. Tune in and support your boy. You might even see a Channel Q logo pop up on the screen uh, on a national platform, which is always really fun. Uh, we're proud of what we do here at The Morning Beat. And anytime we can get a little extra shine, uh, We'll take it. How you doing? That's right. Yes. How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? Okay, Michaela, how are you doing? I'm doing very good. You... I'm so excited. My best friend's going to be on Wendy Williams. I love when you say my name. Wait, Todrick's on Wendy famous. Williams? He's not my best friend. Chester? He's not my best Kim, friend. Kim Caldwell? No. Brandon you know, Rogers? That's enough. David Hernandez? I will. Lisa take... Pittman? Hmm. No, but I wish she was on Wendy Williams. That would be pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I how love you when doing? you're on TV. And then I'm like, that's my best friend. Yeah. Quit trying to be famous. Stop it. I already am famous. I'm going to be famous for seven minutes today. It's a big deal. It is a big deal. I'm really proud of it. It's, it's an honor oh, every time they ask me to come back. Uh, it's also an honor to host this show with you and to watch you give our lis- listeners some news on the beat every day. So why don't you do us that honor now? Absolutely. Uh, okay, so Representative Lauren Boebert is getting taken to the woodshed on Twitter for comparing COVID-19 restrictions to laws criminalizing HIV exposure. And now her constituents are saying they're humiliated and embarrassed by her. The same liberals that legalize knowingly spreading HIV are now pushing America 
Americans to take COVID tests or show proof of vaccination to enter restaurants. No, we're not playing your games. Now, Boebert is opposing measures that fall far short uh, from, um, I'm so sorry, of criminalization in the case of coronavirus while apparently supporting the criminalization of HIV exposure and then saying that people who don't take the same contradictory stance that she does are the real hypocrites. Now, the CDC say that HIV exposure laws are outdated and do not reflect our current understanding of HIV. The Center for HIV Law and Policy also notes that there is evidence that HIV exposure laws, which 37 states have, result in harsher penalties for black people than for white people living with HIV. Boebert is one of Congress's most vocal opponents of the Equality Act, which would ban public accommodations like restaurants from refusing to reserve to serve LGBTQ people. So she is willing to allow restaurants to reserve, refuse, why do I keep saying that, LGBTQ customers, but allowing them to refuse unvaccinated customers would be inconceivable. I mean, that's just disgusting. Oh, it's okay, yeah, refuse service to LGBTQ people. How dare you refuse service to people that aren't vaccinated? She's just gross. And I don't usually say that about other women, but she is. And I don't want to get dragged by our listeners because I know that they also don't like that. But it's ridiculous. Just awful. Go off, sis. I, I just do. I no, think it's I so such privileged thinking that you would stand up for people who don't want to get vaccinated but would absolutely be willing to refuse service to healthy, kind, smart, functioning people who happen to just love same sex. You know, I, that I, really upsets remember me. Remember last week when I talked about uh, sharing the thing on Facebook and then I got a lot of backlash or I got some people some hateful stuff and then everybody came to my support, whatever. It was a really good moment. My stepdad got on there and posted one of the most poignant, thoughtful things I've ever read in my life. And at one point, uh, he wrote a long thing just saying how much he loves and supports my fiance and I calling to spoke to his sons. It was really heartwarming. But he also said, you know, I also went through and looked at 300 different posts that your mom has put up over the years on Facebook of pictures of she and I together, and I can't count a single negative comment from the LGBTQ plus community. So maybe you guys could could show that same kindness to my sons. Like, we don't. Like, we don't. Like, we come come for you when you come for us. But then, honey, we come. We defend. Yeah, we do. We do. All right. Well, listen, summer is here and it's queer like us. And it's brought to you by McDonald's. It's going to be a high of 70 in New York, a high of 102 in Palm Springs, 93 in Kansas City, a high of 88 in Miami, 64 in San Francisco and 106 in Phoenix. Now, do you mind giving us a vibe of the day? But before that, I do actually want to tell people on some good news. Uh, Go to McDonald's. Get a small summer treat like the new Minute Maid Strawberry Watermelon Slushy or McCafe Fraps and Smoothies for just two bucks. Super refreshing delicious for this hot weather okay now i'm ready for your yeah i will vibe. say this uh if if you're experiencing a little bit of hatred you'd be surprised how how far a strawberry banana smoothie from mcdonald's can go okay turning your day around they're delicious i love them uh here's your vibe of the day when everything seems to be going against you remember that the airplane takes off against the wind not with it Okay, I love that. Mm -hmm. Just go with it. All right, well, coming up, uh, we're having a conversation as we kick off bye week with Dr. Melissa Fabello as she breaks uh, stereotypes and and discusses stigmas that a lot of bisexual people deal with. And schools us. And schools us. uh, Coming up next. Welcome back to the Morning Beat. Now, as we continue our celebrations in Pride all throughout Pride Month, uh, this week we thought we'd take some time to really focus in on the B of the LGBTQ plus rainbow. Uh, and here to help us uh, sort of just dispel some myths, some myths, uh, some myths, some mistruths uh, is our human and sexuality expert and author, Dr. Melissa Fabello. Dr. Melissa, how are you? Hey, Dr. Melissa. Uh- I am so good because I love this topic and I'm so excited to talk about it. Well, I love it too. Yeah, we're excited to talk to you. We're we're, we're actually starting our week with you. Um, we've got actor Clayton Ferris on the program tomorrow who recently came out as bisexual. We're excited about that as well. Uh, but before we have that conversation, we want to be prepared. Um, because I mm-hmm. think oftentimes in our community, uh, a subsect of our community that gets overlooked or misunderstood is the, the B, the bisexual. Mm-hmm. Um, there are a lot of myths what do you want our listeners to know? Well, I, I would just like to say too, Dr. Melissa, we met you because of a phenomenal article that you wrote about many types of bisexuality, which was something I'd never mm-hmm. heard before. So what is that? Oh, I have so much to say about this. So I think, you know, to me, if I had to pick one thing that I wish the rest of the queer community understood about bisexuality, and I hate that I even have to say this, is that it's real. 
that it is a real and valid and common and like not at all confusing sexual identity. I feel like there is a lot of argument because, and we've talked about this on the show before, that when people don't have an experience, it can be hard for them to understand how another person has an experience. And I think for folks who are monosexual, who are only attracted to one gender, it can be very, very confusing to imagine that there are people who are attracted to multiple genders. And I think that just because you don't have that experience doesn't mean that it isn't a totally real thing and people aren't confused. Can I, well, can I, can I like piggyback on that a bit and try to, I'm trying to understand myself through this process because I used to have a big problem with the word bisexual, genuinely. Mm-hmm. When I first came out, I told my family I was bisexual. Uh, it was kind of my like gateway. It was me sort of mm-hmm. giving them a little bit of hope. Um, and then I found years ago, uh, as I was dealing with friends, I don't want to say dealing, that's a terrible word to even use, but as I was dealing with my own self, as I was experiencing friends who were openly bisexual, I would find myself getting angry about it, like actually genuinely mad. And I've never had the experience of being a woman or of being uh, transgender. I've never had the experience of being straight. But those things don't make me mad. I don't have a reaction to those things. For some Mm. reason, though, bisexual made me feel like just pick a side, like just make up your mind. Uh, And I know now that's wrong. Uh, But what do you think it is? Uh, inside of people that this sort of this word bisexual stirs up a different set of emotions. Oh, well, I would like to start with the idea that if you want bisexuals to pick a side, we have already picked a side. The side is queer. We're already mm. there. We mm. have picked a side. Right. There is no there's no part of bisexuality that's half straight. That's not a thing. Right. It isn't like, oh, like I'm basically a lesbian when I date women. I'm basically straight when I would date men, which is also a really like cis sexist or transphobic and obviously non-binary or racing understanding of bisexuality in the first place. Um, but I think part of what is hard for people besides the idea, like I was saying that folks just can't fathom an experience that isn't their own. I think that there is some internalized, I think it's biphobia. And I think that one of the ways that biphobia shows up as a unique experience that's different from just like homophobia more, more broadly, one of the ways that biphobia shows up is this belief that it's kind of like um, because you might still be attracted to or date, and this is not true for all bisexual people, but because you might still be interested in what society refers to as the opposite sex, which as we know is like too binary to actually make sense. But like if you're a cis woman and you're still interested in dating cis men, or if you're in a relationship with a cis man, there's often this feeling of like, oh, that person's a traitor. Oh, that, okay. Um, that's, yes. That's okay, a, wait. It feels like a betrayal. That's I, it. Okay, so this is funny because I identified, I'd like to start with, I identified as bisexual and I actually quit identifying as bisexual because I felt like men weren't taking my relationship seriously with women. They thought that was an opportunity for them to come into the bedroom like a kink, which then I mm-hmm. just firmly now say lesbian because I don't want to deal with it. So I know that bisexual women also deal with that, but I had a really good girlfriend. She was a famous lesbian and she had a show etc she broke up with her girlfriend and then decided to go be with a man now has a baby from this man and honestly the lesbian community did not mess with her for a long time they felt very betrayed by that but that is bisexuality right yeah i mean if that's how that person wants to identify but i think that yeah like the experience of being able to be in relationship with multiple genders i think that a lot of actually part of why people won't identify as bisexuals because of biphobia is because of what is attached to the label and what you know both from the community at large like the straight community like that exists in the world but also the queer community you know that you're going to be kind of um maligned on on both sides and so i think that a lot of people won't identify as bisexual or will be like oh i still identify as lesbian but i fell in love with this one man which is a totally valid experience and i'm not saying that that's not possible it's just like there's this um real hesitancy around identifying as bisexual because of the myths that we believe about bisexuality oh listen You're so incredible. I, 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 love, I sit back sometimes and just learn from you. I love it when you're on our show. I know. Dr. Melissa <laughs> Fabella, we really want to continue this conversation with you, um, particularly how bisexuals are fetishized, why it's such a problem, what to do. Also, there's another article uh, that says four reasons why you think you're not bisexual, even when you are. We're going to go in depth more with Dr. Melissa Fabello. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Welcome back to The Morning Beat. We're joined again by author and human sexuality expert, Dr. Melissa Fabello. Dr. Melissa, we love you because you always lay down the truth every time you come here, even for, <laughs> even for old fogies yes. like me in my 40s who might be confused sometimes. Uh, we're talking about bisexuality today, and I know that Michaela really wants to get into the sort of uh, fetish uh, aspect mm. of that, and I'm going to let you ask that question in just a moment, Michaela. Um, cu- out of curiosity for me, I kind of want to know what it is, we talked about how we have these sort of feelings, right? Uh, and we feel like a betrayal sometimes as gay men or women when somebody says they're bisexual. I think I think for me, and I've dealt with this for many years and, I, and I'm, I'm past it, but I think for me what the issue was was that it felt like I'm out here fighting for my rights. I'm fighting for the right to exist and to marry and to be seen. And bisexual to me used to feel like Oh, you're choosing to have your cake and eat it too. It felt like, mm-hmm. and this isn't current, but it felt like you're not marching in the streets with me. You can conveniently switch to something that's more socially mm-hmm. accepted and then kind of switch back when you like have an urge or a desire. That's how I saw it. And I think a lot of gay people have seen it that way, you know, in the past or currently, uh, but that's not accurate. Yeah. And I mean, you know, something that's coming up for me is like, yeah, we can talk all day about the fact that obviously that's not true. And bisexual people have been in the forefront of queer liberation movements for all of time. Um, But I think something that's coming up for me that I think is interesting is the idea um, of assimilation. And the idea that I think bisexual people, and again, I think this is part of biphobia, that bisexual people are really kind of picked out as being problematic around something like the potential of assimilation. Um, because I'm not saying that that's not a thing that might happen. I, I don't think it's like the, the thing that we should be focused on, like that bisexual people might do. But I do think that that's the thing that can happen. But I think that other queer people, monosexual queer people, gay and lesbian people also practice assimilation in various ways. Mm-hmm. Marriage is a great example. Marriage is assimilation into heterosexual culture. Like it, that's what marriage is. And so to um kind of say like oh these people when they do something that assimilates them and and makes them more acceptable to society at large they're wrong but when we do it it's okay oh no i hear that i'm i'm planning a wedding right now to my fiance and i keep saying i refer to the the wedding party as bridesmaids i hear it i hear it myself Mm -hmm. i'm doing i'm assimilating too i hear it yeah and so i think that there's this interesting thing that happens where yeah i think that it's a lot of biphobia where we're going to say okay when bisexual people do this thing they're being a and they're being you know problematic and they're being harmful and like potentially queerphobic i think that there's also the idea that like queer like antagonism like homophobia like exists in the world and i don't one i don't think that it's necessarily wrong for people to choose things that's safer for them um potentially if they have the option um, and I'm not saying that that's necessarily what happens, but just if we're going to go with this idea that bisexual people choose, then I think that we have to like, even just like turn around what we're thinking. I think that doing stuff that makes you safer is a valid choice. I also think that we cannot ignore the impact of compulsory heterosexuality that exists in our culture where you are not given the option. A lot of bisexual women, so, so, so many bisexual women that I know who have never been with women or ever been of a queer, uh, but with a queer gender, have only been with cis straight men. Their whole thing is like, well, because of compulsory heterosexuality, I've been in relationship after relationship after relationship with men, and I don't even know how to date a woman. I don't yeah. even know what to do. Mm. Yeah. And so it's like they might have this desperate need and desire to do it, but they're like, I don't even know where to start. 
Hmm. Yeah, I think that's such an interesting point. Um, and I I would like to go back because I, I think that it's very difficult. I was very, very much in love with a man. And then I was very, very, very much in love with a woman. And so when I think about my own sexuality, I think I'm not completely appalled with being with men. I'm just very loyal to Lisa. I don't ever want to be with anybody else again. And that's my girl. But we've gone to bars together where we are holding hands and men will come Mm -hmm. up to us. And this has happened multiple times in the six years we've been together, asking if we need help, asking if we need the D, asking if they can Mm -hmm. join. It's always inappropriate. And Mm -hmm. I felt my experience saying that I was bisexual oftentimes led men to believe that that was like an open space for a threesome, even if we were Mm -hmm. together. And it was so fetishized and it bothered me so much. And I know that's what a lot of bisexual women do uh, feel as well. Is that normal? Oh, my gosh, it's so normal to feel that because that's a real thing that's happening, that bisexual women are very, very, very highly fetishized because women are fetishized and women are hypersexualized in our society. And, of course, any kind of quote-unquote deviant sexuality, like, God forbid, being queer, um, is also looked at as hypersexual. And so I think that that's, you know, that's such a, such a great example of, like, patriarchy and the ways that like men show up in the world is women are so sex right are so sexualized that it's like i can't even imagine women having a relationship that doesn't involve men there's like this quote of this meme that kind of goes around yeah it's like stunning right you could never be satisfied never be happy there's um yeah this kind of meme or quote that goes around the internet sometimes that talks about how the reason why we assume that bisexual men are just kind of like faking it, they're just like closeted and they're actually gay. And the reason why we believe that bisexual women are just doing it for men's attention is because as a society, we cannot fathom a sexuality that does not center on men. Wow. Mm. Dr. Melissa Fabello, I love you. I am <laughs> telling you, I read this story one time, this girl, her coming out story, and she said, sure, yeah, when I was younger, I used to kiss girls just uh, to get the boys' attention. And for whatever reason, that rubbed me the wrong way, in the worst way. I never forgot it. Uh, but you make so many great points. We appreciate you. Thank you for speaking on behalf of the bisexual community and always having these conversations with us. Of course. Now we're terrified we're going to hang up, okay? No, I literally... <laughs> I literally just want to sit here and take notes. I know. I like, I'm obsessed. Like, I'm into it. I think that AJ literally is like, holy crap. No. She's a tough lady. No, I love it. I'm obsessed. I know, in a good way. <laughs> Thank well, you so I'm much. I'm so glad. I hope you guys have an awesome day. You too. Goodbye. We love you. Welcome back to the morning beat. It's time for another round of What's Poppin'. But before Michaela uh, gives you a really cool update on a dear friend of our show, uh, I've got something really cool for you that you can take part in during Pride Month, Ralph's and Food for Less. Uh, are partnering with Channel Q and the Los Angeles LGBT Senator to help fill the fridge, the fridge, I'm so Ohio, <laughs> the fridge for homeless LGBT youth and seniors in need. Here's where you come in. Simply grab your phone, if you don't already have it in your hand, uh, text the word FRIDGE to 20357 to donate. Ralph's and Food for Less are on a mission to end hunger by 2025. So this entire month, they're going to double they're going to double your donation. They're going to match whatever you give. So, for instance, $10 provides a full day of hot meals for our LGBT youth or seniors in need. Again, text the word FRIDGE to 20357 to donate now. Uh, Michaela Gordon, I'm about to ask you what's popping. But ask I know me. you're going to tell me that ISIS King is what's popping. What do you got for us? Honey, she is popping. She was on our show. Now, I want you to take a listen to what she told us, and then I'm going to explain how she manifested her life. Take a listen to ISIS King. But if you don't give up on yourself, you know, from a very young age, I just felt like I was special and I was destined to do something great and to help people. I think it just depends on you and really allowing what you speak out of your mouth to to manifest itself. So I just try to always speak positive thoughts and speak things into reality. And that's something I've done since I was younger. So... I'm just going to say this on air now. I'm going to book a series regular. Oh, yes. Man. Oh, my God. I love it. <laughs> okay. I so, got goosebumps. Right? Because here's why. She did. She just booked her next big project uh, after being cast in With Love, a new romantic co- comedy series coming 
to Amazon. Now, with Come love, on. it's going to be amazing. She's a lead. And, you know, it's oftentimes that romantic storylines for trans characters are very rare and even more rare in the form of a comedy. Um, but this will be a one hour romantic comedy series that will air on Amazon Prime. And it's going to be phenomenal. I'm so happy for her. This makes me just, it just gives me chills. Yeah, me, I literally got chills on my body. You know how hard this industry is just just being a Beyond. cis person to be trans and in this era and to st- start to get these opportunities is so beautiful uh. because listen pose was great love pose just ended and pose though uh shined a lot a light on billy porter which is awesome billy was getting the award the, the nominations yeah um the trans women were not really but they're the 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 India Moors and the MJ Rodriguez and they're just so many Angelica Ross. They're so talented and so stunning, and they're able to now create opportunities for others yeah. in the community. I just think it's so awesome. Well, I think it's really great too. I think it's important to say, you know, she's only thirty-five years old. Mm. Uh, but oftentimes, I think that people get frustrated with where they're at in their age, and she's just blossoming. I, I mean, just remind you that you're younger than her. Yeah, I know. I'm so, reminding myself, I'm waiting for my relax. I'm waiting for my show. I'm writing it. I know. I love you. <laughs> uh, I love this. All right. Well, coming up, um, we're gay. And we what? love being gay, surprisingly. But uh, we each have different coming out stories. Mine I didn't really come out. Not begging the question, is coming out a thing of the past? Or is it still very important? We'll discuss in the next hour. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Coming up this hour on The Morning Beat, you'll never believe how close these two sisters are. Uh, we've also got a story of a mother and a daughter who might even be closer, and not really in a good way. Uh, they're the stars of a couple of shows on TLC that are problematic AF, if you ask me. Okay. They're just they're just weird, I'll say it. Uh, but we're going to break down uh, these relationships and also share some really wild audio with you later on this hour. But first, in about 15 minutes, uh, is the idea or the need to come out of the closet, is it outdated? Is it no longer necessary? I don't know. I want to have this conversation. I, yeah, I know you and I have very, very different uh, coming out stories. Uh, and I have a very strong opinion on this. And uh, I'm sure you do as well. We're going to share those with you in about 15 minutes. So stick around for that conversation. Right now, it is time for news on the beat. Michaela, take it away. Okay, so Florida has reversed a decision to not allow a local bridge to be lit in pride colors. The controversy kicked off after the Jacksonville Transportation Authority announced that the local Acosta Bridge which is normally lit blue, would be lit in rainbow colors for a week to mark Pride Month. However, an order swiftly came down from the Florida Department of Transportation instructing the city of Jacksonville not to light the bridge in rainbow colors. The Acosta Bridge is regularly illuminated in different colors to mark other significant dates, such as pink for breast cancer awareness, holidays, or to celebrate the Jacksonville Jaguars football team. However, according to um, the Florida Department of Transportation, officials said that the bridge's permit only allowed for it to be lit in single blocks of color. It said the decision to refuse to allow rainbow light was not motivated by anti-LGBTQ sentiment. It said that Jacksonville yeah, right, right. Yeah, that, that, that tracks. needed to apply for special permission if it wanted to use more than one color. Now, they, these are not the first rainbow lights Florida has turned down. Last week, uh, they it was declined a request from Sarasota to light the local John Ringling Causeway Bridge with rainbow lights. So So we're clarifying. Is it allowed to have rainbow lights now? Correct? Yeah, they are allowed now, right? Because it was ridiculous because it got shut down. Okay. So you're telling me that based on their argument initially, that if somebody wanted to light that bridge up in red, white, and blue, that they would not be allowed? Yeah, you could only do blue. Because it's three colors? They've done that before, actually. Of course they have. Yeah, They're duh. lying. They're idiots. That's, so, that's the stupidest, it's that's just the dumbest so thing rude. I've ever heard. It's, I mean, you'll light it up for your stupid football team, but you won't, write, you won't light it up for yeah, LGBTQ. Yeah, and that's the thing. For every single sport, every single team has two colors. Every sport. 
So you can't just do one color. But also, like, then fix it. <laughs> like, just, then make it so that you can have multiple lights. What are the Dodgers colors? Uh, blue and white. Lakers. Uh, purple and gold. Uh, Buckeyes. Um, uh, red and white, like burgundy. Close. Yeah, yeah. Scarlet and gray. I said, you. come on! I'll, I'll give it to you. Come on! You like, you like sports. <laughs> you don't even know it. Do you know that I actually, I'm athletic and I do like sports. I don't, I love to go to games. Baseball is kind of slow for me. It takes a very long time. Baseball is so It's just nobody, slow. I don't care what anybody thought. My family loves baseball so much. You don't I'm, go to baseball to watch the game. You go there to, to drink the and have hot dogs and popcorn. That's to, why you go to the baseball games. I know. Just, well, you know what's so funny, actually? Just this past weekend, Dodgers. This the story Dodgers, better be funny. The Dodgers had their pride oh, yeah. uh, game, and that was pretty awesome. So that's happening again. Games okay. are doing that. Uh, this past weekend was awesome. The all Dodgers right, well, are gay now. The Dodgers are, they actually they're, all, they're they actually all came out on the field and said they Can were gay. Can you imagine? Gay. For one month only, like, we're all gay <laughs> in support. What if that be something? I'd be like, sign me up. Where that would I? be incredible. I'm in the bullpen, ready to go. Yes. Uh, okay, let's uh, get into a little bit of weather. <laughs> this weather is brought to you because summer is here and it's queer. Brought to you by McDonald's. It's a high of 106 in Phoenix, 61 in Seattle, 82 in Buffalo, 84 in Chicago, uh, 79 in Cleveland and 102 in Cathedral City. Now at McDonald's, get a small summer treat like the new Minute Maid strawberry watermelon slushy or McCafe fraps and smoothies for just two bucks. That's pretty awesome, right? Good deal. All right, can you uh, give what us would a it, What would it cost for you to buy all three of us a uh, strawberry banana smoothie? I said six. And two frappuccinos each. <laughs> so. Ten. Wow. Really threw you off. Here's your vibe of the day, you little smarty pants. When everything seems to be going against you, remember that the airplane takes off against the wind, not with it. I expect my two fraps and my smoothie in the next 20 minutes. So. Yummy! For me alone, that would be $6. Okay, I'll download the app. would be 18 I can't wait to have it together with you. Uh, now, coming up is coming out a thing of the past as we're moving closer and closer to just being our authentic selves. We discuss next. Come on, Born This Way. Gaga should have been number one on our top anthem, uh, pride anthem list a couple weeks ago we did. Okay. I think it was number four. Hello, I, I agree. Can, I could live with that. Um, but welcome back to the Morning Beat as we continue to celebrate Pride Month all month long. Pride is 365 days a year here, but this month is a little extra special. We're a little extra gay this month. Super uh, gay. A little extra bisexual this week, too. We're talking to yeah. experts all week on bisexuality, so stick around for that. Uh, but right now, this study jumped out at us. Uh, there was a, a study that was released just this last week, uh, of, done of 19,000 people in 27 different countries from the age of 16 to 18. Um, and... This study revealed that 20%, one in five, of our youth do not consider themselves straight. That's sort of an astronomical jump. When I was growing up, it was, eh, a couple percent might be gay or might be something other yeah. than just straight. And it's changing, but it's also... Well, there's just so much representation yep. now, and there's so many outlets that show things that we never saw growing up in our hometowns, things that we're not ever allowed to be on television. Well, remember when uh, High School Musical star uh, Joshua Bassett sort of kind of came out and kind of didn't come out a couple weeks ago? It was all over. Uh, he's a musician. It was everywhere. And he was sort of just talking about, he's like, look, I'm on the journey. I'm trying to figure it out. I don't really know, but I know that I'm not just one thing. Um, but it was sort of a non-coming out coming out, which has got a lot of people talking. Is coming out, right, the way that we historically know it, a thing of the past? Is it dead? Well, it's so funny because uh, people often ask my coming out story and don't have one. I literally started uh, dating. I just dated who I want and brought home whoever I wanted. Um, I think it was coming out to the world when I walked the red carpet with Lisa, but I was not not out. I've always just done my own thing. And I think that that's sort of where the rest of the world is headed. I think that Having to come out isn't really anybody's bit. I don't need to explain my sexuality to anybody. You either are into it or you're not. Yeah. Um, and I think that that's how we're getting younger parents. We're getting a new set of generation parents mm -hmm. that I think are cooler. Sure. Um, I think that everything is changing, and I don't require. I don't think it requires sitting down saying, "Hey, um, I'm gay." 
I, I think that we're moving away from that. I hope so. I think that might be true for you and for a lot of people. I think that for me, it's definitely not true. I came out and I've been coming out, I feel like, for 20 years. Some of that's on me, but some of that's just the reality. But why are you still coming out? I I, I think cause, because there are young people where I grew up. You and I also grew up in very different circumstances. You grew up in Las Vegas and then lived in Los Angeles at a very young age. I spent the first half of my life in Ohio. And for Ohio, remind you, this is where you know my hometown had their very first pride last year. Yeah. In 2020. You know what I mean? This is 40 years after the rest of the country started doing it. So there are still a lot of places where I think coming out is a very real, real issue. There's a friend of mine. Um, he's actually really good friends with my younger sister. He's in his mid-30s. And at the Pride event in my hometown last year, um, he revealed that he's been HIV positive for years. Mm. He's come out to his parents in my hometown, I think, as far as I know, at least four or five times. Saying that he's gay? Mm-hmm. Over the course of 15 years. And they don't accept it? Don't accept it. They just keep saying it? Don't accept it. They reject it. Try it again. And it led to him making a lot of unhealthy decisions for his life. A lot of drug use. A lot of sexual activity that was just sort of not in his best interest. Yeah. And that is a relatable story to a lot of, you know, individuals. Um, I think, though, to your point, though, that for a large chunk of the world, or I will say at least our country... The more educated and the more well-off families are, and these parents are younger and they're a different generation, they're more likely to be very open. They don't care. Well, and I think it's important. And look, I don't want to take anything away from people struggling with coming out. My point in saying what I said was, I hope we're getting away from having to come out. However, I also think we're learning how to do things differently. Mm. And I'll speak for myself. I don't speak to either of my parents. And we've always been told blood is thicker than water. You only get two parents. And I think that a lot of people subscribe to that. I personally do not. If you are toxic in my life, if you do not care for me emotionally, mentally, physically, if it is abusive, I'm not going to have a relationship with you. And I've always been like that. And I think that that is also okay. But that's also why we have pride in our community. If you are gay and you've tried to come out and your parents do not accept you, you don't have to have a relationship with your parents. There's nothing that says you have to. Mm -hmm. But you can receive the love that you've been wanting from your parents through our community. That is the importance of pride. That is the importance of this station. And I feel very sad for your friend. Coming out to your parents five times, I think, is something that nobody should ever have to do. If they don't accept it, that's on them. You and I both get that, though. We can both relate. Like You and I both have people in our family that we keep kind of limping back towards every now and then yeah hoping for some sort of approval or love that's probably never coming and and so in that way i feel for people well listen i'm not a cool guy would i like to have a relationship with both my mother and father do i think of them every day do i wish that i had their validation and their love do i want to make up with them all the time a thousand percent yes i do i'm totally normal i'm not i'm not like oh no i don't want to talk I just know that I have to set healthy boundaries, and yeah, they don't real. fit in the healthy boundaries. We had a conversation similar to this when we were down in Mexico last week, and our, our two girlfriends that were with us, um, they're both strong black women, very successful in, in, in Hollywood, and the conversation got to you know where we found such commonality is they're like, listen, we don't want to keep talking about the fact that we're black. And I was like, I don't want to talk about the fact that I'm gay. Yeah. Like, we don't want to have these conversations. Yeah. It's everybody else. It's all like the, the, the cis white conservative people who force us into these boxes where we're forced to have these conversations this station only exists because we are forced to exist right so hopefully you're right hopefully someday we don't have to come out anymore yeah someday we can just be humans and and let it be whether coming out as as whatever member of our community or or having to fight for your rights as a, as a person of color, whatever it is, as a woman, it, doesn't, it shouldn't matter. Yeah, and also please don't subject yourself to abuse. If your family doesn't get that you're gay and you're going and going and going and telling them that you're gay and they don't get it, sometimes it's okay to set boundaries and walk away. Yeah, and we think you're fierce you're perfect. and we love you. Yeah, we love you. Love you. You know what? DM us. We're going to the Abbey. Welcome back to the Morning Beat. Now, here at Channel Q, we like to consider ourselves uh, quite progressive, open-minded, right? We're having conversations all week on (laughs) bisexuality. It is a very valid way to live your life. We are supporting. We are Mm -hmm. learning. Even though we are not bisexual ourselves, we're open to it, right? It's okay. I draw lines some places. 
And I draw a line right here. Okay. A hard line. Because there are two shows uh, that are on TLC, which, by the way, has become Honestly, the weirdest network. okay. Say no more. All you literally have to say is TLC, and everybody knows what the setup is. From 600 Pound Life, I will say, though... I'm obsessed with the network. I know every single Listen, show very well. I used to F with John and Kate plus eight back in the day. Listen, they've got a new show called Out Daughter. There's like eight daughters. Uh, we're talking about I've a mother daughter in a moment. But first, we're going to talk about two sisters. Okay. From a show called Extreme Sisters. Okay, so these girls are 35 years old. They're women. Identical twins. Identical. Anna and Lucy. Okay. Sounds They're normal. abnormally close. They're Australian, which you'll hear in their accent. But let's let's listen to them for just a moment, and then I'll then I'll explain a little further. Like you know, in our life, how we want to be in control with everything. What's going to happen if we want to start a family with you? And if we're not in control of that either. We want to be both pregnant mm-hmm. at the same time. There's a lot of things you can't control in life. But this is us. You know, we have to be identical. And what about if we can't give you what you want? Okay, so these sisters. You'd be a great dad. Wow. Identical sisters in Australia. I you know who would never. You know who they're talking to right there? Their boyfriend, Ben, of 10 years that they share. Um, so listen to this. Okay, th- there's a whole lot of layers to this, Michaela, and I really want to get your hot take on this because I know you have one. So not only do they look identical, if one has to go to the restroom... The other has to go at the exact same time, even if they don't have to go. Right. Anna, I believe it was Anna or Lucy, one of them, I don't remember. One of them had a tooth that had to get pulled from the dentist. And the other one said, I'm getting the same tooth pulled. Oh the dentist God. said, your tooth is perfectly fine. Wouldn't pull it. She's like, well, we need to be identical. These women literally do everything. One will vacuum for five minutes and the other one has to do it immediately after. Okay, so listen. Also- if, if they have sex with Ben, listen to that. If one has sex with Ben... He has to do the exact same thing in the same order with the other one in their next sexual encounter. Yeah. Separately. No, I I, I heard that. Okay, also, like, <laughs> I'm not trying to French kiss my boyfriend who just French kissed my sister. Like, the saliva Ew. remains. However, Although this sounds so Although my sister did so French problem- kiss my boyfriend once at a, at a nightclub in I, Columbus. I do remember that story. <laughs> uh, but here's where the problem is. They actually talk about how it got very extreme for them when they lost their father to mm. cancer. Yeah, and I always a think... Moment. What's happening is they're like desperately trying to control this narrative of like, we're the same person, we're together forever, everything we do. But honestly, it's so unhealthy. Well, they actually view themselves as one singular person. And so, I mean, I don't know. I don't have a twin. I know people like really, they, you know, call each other womb mates. Well, I always try to stay really open because there was a time in, in our culture when we, or many thought, and many still do, that somebody who says that they are transgender. They're male to female, female to male, or that they're non-binary, that there's some sort of mental problem with them, that that's not actually true. Even though we know no, that- No, I many don't think col- there's anything wrong with twins. I think it's just oh, not for me to okay. have sex with the same boyfriend. But the jump the jump then is, and I'm trying to just to stay open, I'm playing angel's advocate here. Okay. The jump is they claim that they are one person. We physically see that they're not. But also people have made the argument that you can physically see that somebody's sexual attributes- would 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 make them a male or a female, but we now know that's not true either. Okay, well, I one respect that opinion, and two, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna watch my mouth so I don't get canceled in ten years. Let's switch Amen. it up a little bit because okay. this story is about an extreme on the same network, an extreme mother daughter relationship. Oh, smothered the show, smothered. smothered. I know where you're going. Now, I do always feel a little bit envious because I'm like, oh, they're so close to their mom. However, they're so close. This particular <laughs> mom and daughter do everything together um including wax each other wait what and to watch each other's sex tapes we have a little audio <sighs> take a listen we'll discuss. i don't see why they feel like our relationship is like so bizarre or weird <laughs> my mother and i have been waxing each other for quite some time now <laughs> oh my god <laughs> this time let me know when you're about to rip it okay count five Four, three, two. Oh, oh that, that was a good one. Hurt. Okay, listen. It's Rikea and her mother, Carla. I it, The waxing doesn't stress me out too much. But they watch each other's sex tapes? That's what it is. Okay, so the Wait, waxing... Wait, so they watch each other having sex with somebody else? Yes. Okay, oh. so the waxing isn't a big deal because I feel like you go to strangers to get waxed. Sure. She changed your diaper. That's not a big deal. Whatever. 
But but on the flip side, I don't want to see my mom's. You know, I never changed my mom's diaper. Yeah, but I mean, I would sure. Go, I, we grew up like naked in our house. I like, learned how to shower with my dad when I was a little boy. I remember that, and it was weird, but it was I've seen it. But it's yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, sure. But this just happened like two years ago. The mom showed her daughter a sexual encounter she was having with somebody that she filmed, and then later on, the daughter showed her <sighs> mom. Her having sex with some guy. And actually, it was so problematic that Rikia said, yeah, I told my ex what happened, and he told us we were both sick. And I was like, that's... I don't know. I don't know. So really, I, I think the point of this entire segment, and of TLC apparently, is to show the world that the problem isn't the LGBTQ community. There are all kinds of other freaks out there that we need to keep an eye okay. on because that's, that's just weird. Yeah. It's just weird. I mean, I just don't understand the sex tapes. Like, it's uh-uh. one thing to like tell your mom, but to watch you and oh, <sighs> I don't know. I think this is worse than the twins. You're listening to the Morning Beat. Michaela's got some. Uh, entertainment news for you and what's popping momentarily but first i do want to invite you as we're about halfway through pride month uh it's now more important than ever coming out of this pandemic that we all support each other so that's why we've teamed up with ralph's and food for less here at channel q we're also partnering with the los angeles lgbt center to help fill the fridge for homeless lgbt youth and seniors now this entire month ralph's and food for less are going to match your donations Mm -hmm. so your money goes for double here's how you give back Text the word fridge to 20357, uh, and it, it all goes towards Ralph's and Food for Less, their mission to end hunger by 2025. We can do our part right now, especially if you've had a good uh, if you've had a good year, if you've actually held on to a job and you've been been able to sustain a, a pretty normal life, all things considered. Uh, it's super important to give back to those who have not been able to do that. So once again, uh, text the word fridge to 20357, $10.00 will get doubled and can feed one of our youth or seniors hot meals for an entire day. Love it. Now, Kim Kardashian is back in the news. Is she ever out of it? Uh, Michaela, what's popping? Yeah, well, listen, Kim Kardashian really needs the third time to be a charm because she flunked the baby bar exam on her second crack at it and actually did a little bit worse. Kim revealed the results and she felt very frustrated. She says she failed with a score of 463, which is slightly lower than the 474 she got in her first attempt. Now, students need a 560 to pass. And although she was very disappointed, she did say she's not going to stress about it because there's more stressful things going on and she's just got to do better next time. But what she did say, and I didn't even think about this, she's like, I got to pass it because genuinely I don't have any more time to study like this. I have four kids. Like, it takes a lot to be able to get all this study. Well, single mother mother now too also, going through yeah. a divorce and you know Kanye West has been rumored and now photographs have come out that he's with Irina Shayk so you know, clearly Kim he's K's, moved on she's looking that up on social media well apparently she doesn't care no that's what she says I know listen Irina Shayk is beautiful she's hot that's also, the ex-wife of uh, ex-girlfriend of Bradley Cooper yeah and it's also interesting they have a child together she yeah. and Bradley do so it's interesting too because Kanye and Kim had a friendship for many 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 years before they ever got together we saw them as friends in the early season Seasons of keeping up with the Kardashians. Yep. Kanye and Irina uh, Shake. Irina Shake? Irina Shake. Irina Shake. Uh, they did a music video together years ago. Really? They've been friends for a long time, too. She was in one of the music videos like 15 years ago. No way. Which so one? She's also been in his world. Look it up for me, Justin, if you don't mind. Yeah, because I was wondering how the pair met, but that so, yeah. makes sense if so they've met in a music that's video. That's got to feel sort of interesting for Kim to know that, like, oh, while you were dating other people back in the day, and so was I. You and I were friends and eventually got married. Now, you guys were friends while you and I were married, and now you're maybe hooking up. Uh, just interesting, I think. Back in 2010, uh, Power. Yeah. Power. So, 11 got years it. they've known each other. Wild. Uh, well, you know, we wish you the best, Kim Kardashian. You know I love you. Uh, now, coming up, we are celebrating by week and we had such a phenomenal conversation with Dr. Melissa Fabello about stigmas around bisexuals that we wanted to continue uh, to have the conversation. So we're going to repeat that interview. It was really, really great. I think it's worth sharing again. I learned so much. I did too. I feel like there's just never enough coverage about uh, our bisexual community and she really breaks it down so well. So we'll have that for you coming up in the next hour. Tell me something good. Let's do it, Nick. Let's tell our listeners something good. Let's do it, honey. This is kind of cool news. Uh, U.S. prison populations are declining. And this is reversing a decades-long trend. 
much of this is attributed to the easing of drug laws across the country, which is still problematic. There are still many, many people incarcerated for, you know, misdemeanor marijuana charges, while many of us across the country can walk into an Apple-like store and buy weed legally now. So that's a conversation that needs to continue being had. Kim Kardashian's trying to fix it, <laughs> amongst others. Yeah. Uh, but with all the shutting down of prisons uh, due to the decreased demand, uh, they're getting creative. Uh, and in Connecticut, for example, uh, their prison population has been decreased by half since uh, 2008. And they're using one former prison uh, to lock up important documents from banks and law firms. Others are unused, but some in other areas of the country, such as uh, in Greenville, South Carolina, I believe, uh, they're turning them into marketplaces. Oh, wow. Old prisons turned into marketplaces. Also, in other parts of the country, yet again, in North Carolina, uh, prisons are being turned into farming. They're called farming prisons. Okay. At-risk youth who could end up someday in prison. Uh, they're putting them to work instead. They're not locking them up. They're teaching them how to farm, though, and how to work the land. Uh, Orange is the New Black was filmed partly on Staten Island, a former correctional institute there that uh, has become a 69-acre Hollywood studio, which is pretty cool. Wow. So they're finding creative ways to use these prisons to kind of give them new life and to bring back, uh, you know, communities that are struggling. Well, I love that. Now, I want to share such a sweet story, but let me play you the audio first, and then I'll talk more about it. Love is forged in a fire. It is made up of trials. It is it's the most magical love story you'll ever hear. And it really is because for Peter Marshall, who suffers from early onset Alzheimer's, forgetting his past has meant a bittersweet chance to fall in love with his wife, Lisa, and ask her to marry him all over again. Now, they've been married for 12 years, but at 56, his illness progressed rapidly. And so she just wanted to stay by his side and take care of him. And he didn't know that she was his wife and he just re-fell in love with her and then they were sitting on a couch and he they were watching a wedding on television mm. which inspired him to propose to her which she has of course said yes and they were able to remarry for a second time but imagine forgetting who your partner is and then falling in love with them again. Mm. I mean, it's beautiful. I it's such a lovely story so Kinda congratulations. It reminds me of uh, the notebook they fall in love over and over again because the woman has Alzheimer's and forgets her husband. Oh, Remember those scenes? Yeah. Are heartbreaking. Okay, so this is kind of a stroke of genius. I love science. So a German researcher was at a movie theater enjoying some popcorn, as one often does, and started thinking about those little packing peanuts. You know, the styrofoam packing peanuts yeah. that come in packages, right? Well, apparently... Now, those are made from polystyrene, which requires fossil fuel extraction and takes centuries, literally hundreds of years to break down. Terrible for the environment. Around 3 million tons of this is produced every year in the United States. Uh, so it's having a huge, huge impact on our, on our globe. Yeah. So he started using actual popcorn to figure out if he could figure out a more sustainable, more biodegradable way to do it. Yeah. And he's done just that. He's created a popcorn popcorn packaging that is highly sustainable it's That's an alternative so to the polystyrene um and uh and he's getting a, a claim around the world for it so this could change the we do a lot of things because that's how they've always been done. Yeah. Somebody figured out something one time. Yeah, but ask so we questions. Replicate them. Yeah, why not? Do it I your think way. If the pandemic taught us anything, it's to question everything. Question everything. Just not the QAnon way, though. That's, but that's I, not I, the I way totally to go. just did not the, the whole not the way to conspiracy go. theory. I said Q, question. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, never mind. It's okay. And on that note, thank Channel you so Q. much for listening. No, still wrong. It's okay, still wrong. My bad. Thank you, Melissa Fabello. We appreciate <laughs> you. We're going to continue having great conversations this week as we honor our. Bisexual brothers and sisters. We've got uh, Clayton Ferris on the program yeah. tomorrow. Super excited to have him back. We do. So as always, thank you for listening. Wash your hands. We'll see you tomorrow. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.